0: All right. Week one preview. We are here live. Spence, what's going on, man?
1: What it do, Kurt? I'm just sitting over here, 20 as can be, listening to my favorite theme song. I'm not sure if you can hear it in the background. That's J-Rock winning. We're about to get live. Less than 24 hours, baby. Let's go.
0: Oh, man. Music to my ears. It is officially football eve. We're We're just about to dive into this thing. So, to recap... Well, we're going to recap the power rankings from last week, Uh, a couple player injuries that went down, and then we'll jump in to the six games, finishing with the game of the week. Uh, All right. So to review, we've got uh, some controversial power rankings. But uh, what we came up with, we had starting at 12, Bill, starting at 11, or then number 11, Spence, number 10, Dog, number 9, Tron, 8, Drama, uh, tied for six, uh, Brad and Suggs, then tied for fourth, McFly and Tim, followed by Nash at third, me at second, and then the leader in the clubhouse, AJ Albert, aka Mr. Upside himself, in the one spot. Get on the show, we'll, we'll get him on there. So, uh, since we spoke last. Obviously, uh, Jared McKinnon blew out his knee. He's done for a year. That hurts Brad's team a lot. And then, as of today, it looks like...
1: I mean, because his team sucked anyway, but go on.
0: (laughs) Then, as of today, it looks like Le'Veon Bell may not be playing this week. Who knows for how long. Uh, What what do you think about all that? You think he's coming? Yeah, I think he's coming.
1: He's coming uh, week 10 or something. He's going to play six games. Um, he's just going to get through the season, dude. His teammates are pissed. They get I mean, I, I feel like they get where he's coming from, but when you're in the locker room, it, it, it's different when you're in the locker room because they're all getting paid. You know how much everybody's getting paid. Some people are getting paid less, still putting out the work. It's going to be a bad situation even when he does come back. <sighs> I feel bad for anybody that drafted Le'Veon. Yeah, and
0: it did happen in our league, but... You know, it's pretty realistic. There's a lot of teams out there that could have started Le'Veon second or third, then taken McKinnon either late second round or early third round. So at least Gee. you're not that
1: guy. Oh, <laughs> least my. You're not that guy. Oh, my.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into it. First game we're going to go down. Uh, this is our, our early season poop bowl. Battle for last place. We got Poppy's Angels going against Bill's team, which looks like now is known as Eagles Dash SB52, and then it just says CH and a bunch of dots. So I'm not sure what champs. comes next.
1: Uh, Eagles yeah. SB52 champs. Very creative. Yeah. Very creative.
0: All right, so we won't uh, we won't just read straight up the players. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna assume all the listeners there are, are following along at home. Let's, uh, spend. What do you think about this matchup?
1: Uh, like you said, it's a poop bowl, man. I'm not spending too much time on it. That's exactly the notes that I have on it. But I'm giving Bill the win just for the Lady on default. Um, Bill. People say Bill had a shitty draft. Or he might have reached for Drew Brees, but all in all, he's got solid starters that are going to play Week One, and he has he doesn't have to deal with trying to start James Conner, who is a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's just not. Dynamic like Le'Veon is, you know. Let's say he has a hundred yard game. Oh, ten points, sweet. Le'Veon's gonna give you fifty or you know, fifty a week, dude. Like, he's just that type of player, and, and and losing him is is kiss your season goodbye. Thanks for the donation drama.
0: Yeah, um, he goes from Le'Veon and a questionable Marshawn Lynch to now Marshawn Lynch and James Conner.
1: Um, <laughs> Randall Cobb in the flex.
0: Yeah, that's ugly. Uh, and then for Bill's team, I couldn't figure it out. Actually, when I was looking at it earlier today, I thought maybe he was the person who drafted McKinnon because I was just confused about like his lack of second running back. But I think he just didn't take one because he's got Elliott. Uh, and then seemingly no other running backs. Looks like he's choosing between Chris Thompson and, and Duke Johnson for that second running back spot. So
1: He was real high on Rashard Penny taking the starting job and being a stud. Uh, but that flopped. Hard, right. so a um, lot of season. But I, I, if he is good, by the time he is good, he'll be dropped.
0: Yeah. Uh, so and I am,
1: Anderson Why is he? Is he still in the league?
0: Yeah, he's with the Panthers now. Good. For him. Um, all right. So I'm also taking Bill, and don't forget, everybody, get your picks in before tomorrow night's game because we got that league pick 'em thing where if you go onto the website. Uh, you can pick who you think is going to win, and then it keeps track of it. So uh, we'll try to keep track of our picks throughout the year. At least, at least you and I will. All right.
1: All right. What's the next?
0: Uh, so we both are on Bill. Next up, we got me versus Suggs. Suggs has been doing a lot of shit talking this week. And uh, does he not? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, a he shouldn't ever do it because it's pretty much has proven he's the worst fantasy player since Fez. Um, and I don't think this game's going to be particularly close, uh, but love to hear your take on it before I get into it. What do you think?
1: Um, I actually think it's going to be a lot closer and the closest game of the week. So as I had in my power rank, I had you guys neck and neck six and seven. so, Looking at the matchups in my notes that I have on that, let's start off by saying if he doesn't fucking change his team name, he needs to be out of the league next year. No questions asked. What the fuck is Cam about the Benjamins even mean? On to the next, I do think Cam has a good good game against Dallas. Uh, Dallas defense is very weak, and I, I think Cam has a lot more tools around him to thrive this year. I also think it's going to be a good game for Alex Smith. Um, I don't think that Minnesota can – match the type of defense that they had last year. They're gonna be good, but they're just not gonna be as stout. With that said, I think that Alex Smith has his best games in the beginning of the year. He always starts off hot, kind of fades off, very regular as the as as the season goes on. Kilton's gonna be a question mark. Um I don't know what to think of luck. I wanna say A B gets a boost because Le'Veon's out. You know, he's gonna get more targets, but Le'Veon's just so dynamic that I don't know how it's gonna affect the receivers and like what defenses are going to do. So until game day, I don't know what to think about A.B. Um, Suggs did say he had a crazy stat on him. I think Alex Collins has a great game, but D.J. will overshadow that. Um, he's going to have 40 a game, and that might be the only reason that Suggs wins a game in between now and when Julian Edelman and Ingram come back, <laughs> simply because he's just that fucking good. Carry Tron to the championship a couple years back. Uh, I think it's going to do wonders for Suggs. Hate mixing. Don't know how the Green Bay situation is going to play out. Um, but all in all, I think that you pull it out with a close game,
0: 121-1. So, to your particular uh, point about, you know, you don't know how Antonio Brown does when Le'Veon uh, is not playing, have the actual stat on it. So, are you ready for this? Shoot. So, since from 2015 to 2017, Antonio Brown in games where Ben Roethlisberger was playing, uh, but Le'Veon Bell was not, there has been, let's see, about 15 games, it looks like. He has averaged 28.4 points a game with 13 targets and nine catches. Uh, to sh- the lows of this were 2015 at Seattle, which we know has a good Seattle at that time. And then the other low was 13 points, uh, 2015 at Baltimore. Other than that, he's had games of 28, 36, 45, 37, 31, 46, 35, 32, and 26. So I'm feeling pretty confident about uh, how Antonio Brown's going to go off. But at the same time, I think Juju could also have a big game because of that. Um, Hmm.
1: I I disagree. So if that's the stat with Antonio Brown, I'd love to see the stat for, at that time, Martavis, Bryant or anybody else that was out there because when you're not a number one guy and you have somebody as dynamic as Le'Veon comes out, you can't handle that extra pressure. I think like you saw it with Cobb. I think you saw it last year with Sterling Shepard. He sucked because he, like people are paying attention to him. I don't think that's going to bode well for Juju. I think that's that's the thing that's going to hurt Suggs' team this week. Um, I, I could easily see T.Y. Hilton going off, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Juju's going to have. I, I can see him having a single-digit game because if that if that is true, A.B. goes off for of forty. I don't see them doing, you know, what I mean, like much else.
0: Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, the other so. You know, A.B. versus Juju is a a big part of our matchup. And then the other one is going to be Jamal Williams versus Ty Montgomery. Uh I mean, I – we don't know for sure. I'm assuming Williams is the starter, is going to get the goal line work. Um, I could see Ty Montgomery kind of like spelling him a little bit, you know, coming in when he needs a break, occasional third down play. But uh, I don't know. I would – I just feel like it's a huge leverage play to have particularly have to be starting a backup running back in a game going against the starting running back. just seems like, a, like a, you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage.
1: Well, my thing there is, you know, flashing back to last year with Ingram and Kamara. No, they're not the same two players, but Tom Montgomery is a wide receiver at heart. Yeah. Drafted into the league as a wide receiver, so if they can figure out a way to have Williams run between the tackles and have 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 Montgomery floating out or or, or doing running back type routes because that was his problem was he's so small that it doesn't it doesn't it, w- it didn't make sense for him to line up in a slot all the time or line up out wide because he's not that type of receiver but coming out of backfield line up match up with a a linebacker. That that's where he can eat. So, not putting the pressure. He's he's injury prone though. So he's always got like a foot or ankle something like that, hamstring. Um, so using him sparingly and with Aaron Rodgers, that's why I don't know what the situation is going to be. So, that that's a toss up for me.
0: Yeah. Um. He's I I will give him. He definitely has an advantage at tight end. Yeah. You know, I think a healthy Jordan Reed is better than we don't even Trey Byrne, We don't even know what he's going to be his running backs. He's got Joe Mixon uh, and um, David Johnson, who is obviously one of the best in the league, but give you a interesting stat on David Johnson. So I have a theory that I think he's a little injury prone. So his last two games, this could be just a weird coincidence. His last game he played, he obviously broke his wrist and missed the entire season but before that if you go back to it was either week 16 or I think it was week 17 actually because um, he clinched the championship in week 16 but then week 17 he goes out there and messes up his knee and people kind of forgot about it because they missed the playoffs and the season ended but uh, everybody was saying had the season gone on he probably would have missed another eight weeks so last two games this guy's played he's had significant injuries so this is his first game back in a while I think we're gonna I'm interested to see how he takes some of those hits.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, but I, I think uh, he's good. Uh, he's good in like spurts. So like he's good for another 16 games. He'll get injured after <laughs> that. Because um, if you remember his rookie season, that's why he didn't start. Is because he came out of training camp injured. Once he got yeah. on, he ate, got injured again. He's he's he through for 50, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll say, I'm going. Going Royce Freeman over Baldwin mainly just because of uh you know I saw Harris is like the number one slot corner in the league and uh I don't know Freeman's gonna get the start. they're at home they're favored just seems like the the smart move more of a more of a floor play than a ceiling play I guess but I'm picking myself um, who'd you say you're picking?
1: I'm picking you. Um, I had you 121 to 120 but after the end I'm, sad. I'm going up at the 130 to 120. Still a close game but. You pull this one out.
0: All right, so got two for Bill, two for me. On to the next one. Jumping into the dog abides versus Dos Boot. So dog versus AJ. Uh, Looks like the computer also loves AJ. They have him favored at one thirty-eight to one thirty-two. What do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, I think think they really hype up AJ's team this week. Like 138 is a bold prediction, Yahoo. I mean, bold. it's the running,
0: it's the running backs for sure. If you look at just Kamara and Fournette, if you combine them, Six
1: points, four,
0: Yeah. Forty-seven
1: like 40, points. Yeah, forty-seven. Yeah, um, that's wild. I don't, I, I do think they're going to live up to that because I'm, Giants' defense shit to bear last year, until I see differently. I think I, I, th- I think they're going to hold up to that that uh, shitty standard. Um, but looking at my notes, pretty even matchup at the quarterback. I like Wilson. I like Brady. Uh, Wilson more for the running aspect. Uh, at the wide receivers, one spot. Uh, two players that are on the top of my bus list this year because I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer in Corey Davis, whatever his name, Chris Corey Davis, and I'm not a believer in Chris Hogan, okay? If Hogan's going to play an entire season – I don't think that he has the amount of touchdowns. Because like, I mean, if you if you if you translate the time he played last year to a 16 game, what, he he might break records for the amount of touchdowns that he would have had. Um, Will is injured. That sucks for uh, Das Boot. I don't see him having. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on Deshaun Watson when we get to Tim's team, but um, him being injured, he's so explosive, crackheads fast. That any type of injury for him slows him down and doesn't, and he's really not that good to begin with. It's all speed, so I think yeah, I really think that hurts him.
0: They're saying it's a hamstring too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, AJ. Um, RB AJ wins that battle, um, but I'm not. I'm not a fan of Freeman for who who had oh Devontae Freeman for uh, the dog. I don't like Freeman, dude. I think we want to see him lose time this year to Coleman, um, and and try to keep him away from injury, but also. Because he just – he takes too much contact. He, like, go down sometimes when you should, and you'll and you lose a con- concussion or two. Uh, Wilson's going to have a great day against Dallas. Um, Cam, him, great connection before he got injured last year, kind of a safety valve. I think Delaney Walker sucks. And they both have weak flex positions. So, I think Das Boot takes this, though, off the strength of their running backs. 130 to 119.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Definitely. Uh, I'm just not, not high on Doug or dog's team. Um, obviously I love Sammy Watkins, but need to see it.
1: I'm in touch on that. Uh,
0: yeah. Need to see it first with him. Like you said, feeling coming off, coming off of a little something in practice. We don't really know what, um, apparently it was like a, like a non-contact injury too. So we'll see what, what happens there. Uh, Yeah, man. So overall, just not crazy about dogs' team. Uh, I will say with with AJ, I agree. The flex isn't that strong uh, with Tariq Cohen. I think with Josh Gordon, man, like you might as well swing for the fences and get him in there. Like if he, they said he's not starting, but I mean, just fuck it. Like, what do you what do you have to lose? You got a huge advantage with those running backs. I say you just just go for it. Yeah,
1: Um Three Cohen, I don't understand why he's projected thirteen. Like he he he's not that good. He's so sm- so much that I don't know. I don't know. He's he's he, he needs to, he needs to be on the bench.
0: Yeah, he seems like a ten touch a game kind of guy, but like like better better football player than fantasy football player. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're we're both on AJ. Yep, both on AJ. All right, cool. My pick is in. On to the next one. All right, so we got Nash versus the new run CMC, Brad. Uh, Two pretty high-ranked teams, I believe. Yeah, so Nash was three. Brad was tied for six. Uh, They are projected pretty damn close. Brad is projected at 130.57, and Nash coming in at 129.88. What do you think about this one?
1: I don't get it. Like I said, I had, this is polar opposites for me. I had Nash ranked 1, Brad ranked 12, and that was before the McKinnon injury. His team fucking sucked. <laughs> dude. Um, like I said, Brandon Cooks could have single-digit games easily. Julio Jones is past his prime. Uh, CMC is the only bright spot of his team. I don't think Derrick Henry is good for fantasy. Uh Evan Ingram, I I I think that he's gonna suffer. I think he might have a good season, but he, he's gonna suffer against that Jacksonville defense. And Devin Funchers just isn't a viable fantasy start for me. Um especially with Dead and now I I I think we're gonna see something out of DJ Moore this year, so who knows if that comes on earlier sooner sooner than later. This team fucking sucks and I don't understand why it's projected at one thirty. I think Nash is going to fucking slaughter him. I think this is going to be the biggest blowout of the week. Nash isn't going to – or or, or CMC, the swagger jacker, the cock rider himself, which was a fucking gay-ass move. I said it was cool last week, but it was gay. CMC's not even breaking 100 this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with the low-scoring part, I think. But I think they're both going to be pretty low-scoring. Like, I think – I could see this being – you know, uh, like a 95 to 98 game or like a 102 to 104 game because they just have a lot of bad matchups all around. Uh, like you said, Ingram against Jacksonville for Bradman. Uh, Nash has Beckham being shattered by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Dalvin Cook, his first game back, like I can't imagine they're just going to throw him right into it. Maybe we're wrong, but it seems like the type of thing where, you know, Latavius Murray's going to get like 15 touches and coach going to get 10 and then they're just slowly going to work them in but uh got Jimmy Graham um I don't know man this is uh they both have like pretty good kicker defense all that stuff I'm not crazy about funches I'm just love the McCaffrey pick but uh, just not crazy about either of these teams to be honest um fuck I guess. Man, I think I, I think I'm going with run CMC on this one.
1: Run CMC. Okay, we've got our first split.
0: Yeah, so I'm going run CMC mainly because of uh, you know, I, I think Cooks has the potential to have a big game. Jones, you know, Philly's a tough matchup, but you know, he's like the main main part of their offense. If Tennessee is going to beat Miami, which I think they will, that sounds like a Derek Henry type thing where they're just like feeding the ball. Uh, and then Beckham, who's his best player. I mean, this is like the worst matchup he'll have all year. So uh, this is probably the one time you'd want to play Beckham, um, uh, you know, from an opponent point of view. Yeah, other than that, that's – so I think it's going to be close, but low scoring. But, yeah, so you you got Nash. I got Run-C. My pick is in there.
1: Also, note versus Run teams biggest blowout of the week. Hot take: Heard it here first. It's the what? Biggest blowout of the week. Hot take: oh, Heard it here first.
0: Scorching. All right. All right. On to uh, kind of our our undercard before for the game of the week. This was a close call between being it. There's been a lot of shit talking. This is another one of our. Our close, closest projected scores coming in at Kareem Pie is projected for 129.21, and then the man himself, hashtag Still Vegan, 130.18. What? Tell us why you're picking yourself.
1: Well, actually, Kurt, I I want to hear what you have to say about this first. I want to I want to hear a, a third party on this matchup before I give my opinions that are my notes that I already have written down.
0: All right, so you've got a huge advantage at tight end, uh, especially right now, early in the season. Gronk is healthy. Uh, the Patriots don't have anybody else to throw the ball to. I, it's a prime time game. Or actually, actually not a prime time game, but uh, it's gonna be. I think it's just gonna, it's gonna be a heavy load of Gronk. Uh, the thing about Saquon going against the Jags, the Jags' like pass defense is so good that they kind of force teams to run the ball a lot. So I think that means Saquon could have. He's gonna like statistically could have a good game, whether it's through dump off passes or just you know picking up runs. Um, I'd say your defenses are are pre, defense and kickers are pretty evenly matched kind of a toss up for both uh they're both pretty good i think uh pitch receivers i would give Keenan Allen i uh, definitely has is the best receiver of the group Goodwin's got a tough matchup against Minnesota um but i think Fitzgerald is gonna have a, a great game going against washington and and Sammy sleeves with just you know four yard passes at a time So this is a close one I gotta go with hmm. I think I'm going hashtag still vegan just squeaking it out mainly. On the back of of Gronk, a monster game from Gronk. Gronk and Fitzgerald. Uh, oh, and, and one one last thing. Uh, I think Mahomes is awesome, and probably to be my favorite player to one of them to watch this season. But Chargers do have a a really good really good cornerbacks, really good pass rush. Uh, I could see this being like like a three interception type game to start the season. So that's all I got.
1: Yeah, so let me go ahead and give you my unbiased opinion on everything. Okay. Tune, listen closely, because it's a lot of intricate details. I got the best fucking team in the league, Kurt. Okay? I'm going to fuck fucking slaughter Kareem Pye. <laughs> it's not even going to be a fucking game. He's going to wake up with tears in his eyes Tuesday morning because he's never going to want to play fo- fantasy football ever again in his life. Do you hear me, Kareem Pye? Slaughterhouse. No, in all seriousness, um, I do think it's going to be a a, a close matchup uh, on, on, on paper, um, and, but you, could, you 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 could see somebody having a breakout game here and there. Maybe Demaryius Thomas, maybe Mar- Marquise Goodwin, Jameson Crowder, tomorrow. Miller. I don't know. Okay, I know I do have the the huge advantage in in Gronk at the tight end spot, and Rodgers is going to light Chicago up. Fitz is going to, uh, you know, eat that battle, but Keenan Island is going to eat as well. Um, like you said, a lot of dumb ball passes with Saquon Barkley. And Kareem Hunt, like I said, I'm I'm just – I never know what to think of him. He's he's listed as a top tier back, but I'm just – I just don't like his style. Maybe 10 years ago. Um, but all in all, I got myself squeaking out as well. I got myself squeaking out. That's my what? what is bias.
0: Uh, what is it about his style that you think is 10 years ago?
1: I don't know. I, I think I just watched that special on on his uh on like his upbringings, and he had these Rawlings cleats on. I just remember growing up, I hated Rawlings cleats because I had to wear those same cleats, and it just made me feel so unathletic. And I just it just, it just left a nasty taste in my mouth looking at him play. Because now I just picture him playing in Rawlings cleats ten years ago with the Umfar face mask, you know, the
0: double crossbar. Nice, and there is the hard-hitting analysis everyone came for. All right, so we agree. Hashtag still vegan. Uh, you're picking a blowout. I'm I'm saying it's a close one, but, yeah, I think Gronk Rogers is going to put you over the edge. Uh, all right, then game of the week. We got last year's regular season champ and uh, semifinalist. Is that no finalist first loser bear Jew projected for 124 going against the one of the top ranked teams in the power ranking the art of the comeback uh yeah yahoo this is actually oh uh, wait cuz cuz bear Jew doesn't have a kicker yet i was going to say i was like that that's the biggest spread we've seen so far but bear Jew doesn't have a kicker yet so ignore that 124 just add Add seven or eight points to it. Um, All right, what do you got here?
1: So, I'm going to start off with Deshaun Watson. I think that this is a a big game for him, okay? A big game for him to prove that he is elite because it was very exciting. It was electrifying to watch him play in that, what was it, five games last year?
0: Uh, yeah, it sounds about maybe six to five, something like that.
1: Yeah, it was electrifying. Um, but we've seen electrifying players in very small portions before, i.e. RG3. Is he a lot better than RG3? I do think so. Um, no homo, a lot better looking guy. Um, <laughs> but he still has to prove himself. Now, because he was so electrifying, as you can see, the Patriots practice squad, they are game planning strictly for Deshaun Watson. They got a running back trying to uh, help them, help the defense try to stay with him because they know he can get outside the pocket and, and burn you for a 60-yard run. So all eyes will be on him fan-wise and game plan-wise come Sunday. So I, I think it's going to be a big test. Going against New England. Very early on, I think they make adjustments as the year goes on. I do think he's going to eat. Um, that connection with DeAndre Hopkins, I think that's going to be killer. So doubling up with that Sunday to start off the season against a a very porous New England secondary, I think that's going to be great. Um, great matchup at, our, our, at at the wide receiver one. Thomas, I love Thomas and Bree's connection um, coming on that. It took him a while to get – Get, get started last year with Breeze. He had a, a few lower scoring point games, but as the season went on, that connection was top tier. All right, I, a similar reminiscent of Ben and A B. So I think that's going to be a, a great matchup to see going against Tampa Bay. I think he's going to be fucking eat. Um, I wonder if he has herpes like DeAndre Hopkins because that could play into my decision. Uh, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> looking at his his career. Uh, I think this is a big year for him as well because one thing I like about him is he's added something to his game every off season. He came in the game as, uh, just a returner next year. He got on as a very good deep threat. Um, and as you can see the third preseason game, he had eight catches for 80 yards in the first half. So I want to see if he turns the tide this year and actually becomes a, a move the chains type of receiver where you can count on him every single down. Um, Devontae Adams, on the other hand, I think he's going to have a great game. He's the only person on the Packers outside of Aaron Rodgers that I would trust on my fantasy football team. And going against Chicago, I think that's going to be, you know, rivalry game. So you're always going to get the best out of, out of that game out of him. So that's going to be good. So we're, we're pretty even up until here. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy Dalton. Why the fuck is he on the team? Um, we're pretty much even all the way up until here. And we get to Melvin Gordon, Sean McCoy. I don't know. Leshawn McCoy is the only person on that team right now. I don't know if he's good enough to do that anymore. I'm not saying that like he, he he's going to just break down, but it's 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 a lot for him to be on a team like Buffalo where he's the only option. They're going to stack the box every single down, and we're just going to have to. And I mean, who's throwing him the ball if if, if he's trying to get passes as well? Nathan Peterman got the start over Josh Allen over. Uh, that's that's pathetic. So. I think he's going to struggle. Um, Baltimore's defense is pretty good. I don't like either of their RB2s. don't like J in that, in that running back by committee type situation, and I don't like anybody for Tampa Bay. I think Travis Kelsey, he's going to get the big nod at tight end. Uh, he's fighting for Gronk for the top spot as at the tight end position. And then we go to the flex position. I think they have two dynamic flex-type players, Golden Tate and Detroit. Emmanuel Sanders in Denver. Now it would be fun to see if Case Keenum can carry over his success last year with Minnesota to what he had to to Denver and and the preseason type uh connection that him and Emmanuel Sanders had because that 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 could be a a top wide receiver come years in. Um Jacksonville is going to uh he gets not out of defense. I don't know who Sams kicker is going to be. Um but all in all I have the order to come back taking this one. Uh, my final score will be one twenty nine and one seventeen.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, with a lot of it, um, top to bottom, I, I mean, I think with I, I think the Lashawn McCoy Melvin Gordon thing is kind of a toss up. I'd rather have Melvin Gordon, but you know, Lashawn McCoy is the only person on the team, so that means he's going to get you know fifteen to twenty carries. Then he's going to get a couple screens, a couple check downs. Um, so uh, they're not, he may not have the most yardage or any touchdowns, but he's still going to touch the ball and rack up some yards. Uh, other than that, yeah, top to bottom, I think Tim takes it at, at every position. Hopkins against New England, plus the connection to Watson. So he's going to double dip on any points there. Uh, I see Devontae Adams having a big game versus Chicago. I mean, Peyton Barber's not great, but I think he's like a decent fill in. He is the starting running back going against New Orleans. So just he, he is a starting running back. That's basically the nicest thing I can say about him. Uh, Travis Kelsey, like you said, second best tight end in the league. Uh, and because, um, you know, because the Chargers do have such good cornerbacks for, for like a, a first time starting QB, I could see Mahomes looking to Kelsey a lot. Uh, and then Sanders expecting a big year out of him, like a wide receiver one type year uh and then Jacksonville defense obviously is is stacked so love Tim's team this week think it's going to be a big win for him
1: all right all right i think that uh that wraps up this week's matchup for week 1 yeah I... wraps it
0: up so to recap uh we both had Tim we both had Bill both had me both had you both had AJ and then we were split on Nash and Brad uh, with your, your bold prediction was that that'd be the biggest blowout Nash taking that one. Um And then to everybody else. Yeah. Don't forget to go on. I don't know if you can do it in the app, but go on the website and then pick before tomorrow night's kickoff who you think is going to win the game. But that's all I got, man.
1: Yeah, man. I think this is a great show. I think you really brought your A game today. Um, if you could see me right now, I'm hard as a rock, man. Like I'm, I am so pumped right now. I did this entire show butt naked just to, just to feel the freedom that's gonna come tomorrow at 8 p.m. There is nothing that you can say to me on Sundays for the next until fucking February. I get one entire day to myself, and I just get to roster bait as I take home the championship Kurt
0: bold bold I am also not wearing pants uh, and I have a green bandana on so pretty fired up Uh, I'm ready for this football's back it's a good time
1: woo woo alright man alright man see you next week later